0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Practical Wisdoms at Work podcast. I'm Amanda, your host of today's show, and I'm here with our co-founders, Lynn and Tina, as well as Director of Operations and Communications, Rachel. Today we'll be discussing how to achieve what seems impossible, purposeful discomfort, and the courage to create vigorous career growth. What is purposeful discomfort, and how does it apply to career growth? Rachel, why don't you kick this off?
1: Well, I know that Lynn and Tina both know a bit more about this than I do. I actually haven't hadn't heard the phrase purposeful discomfort until today. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab at what I think it means. And then Tina can tell me whether I'm right or wrong. So what I think of when I think of purposeful discomfort is being able to step outside of your comfort zone and take chances with new opportunities and, and new projects. It's about doing the thing that you might be afraid to do, knowing that by doing it, you're going to be growing your skills and growing personally and professionally. And that's going to really help you out when, when you're trying to develop a stronger skill set in your field or even outside of your field to become even more competitive. Learning these new skills, taking on new projects, talking to new people, these all put you outside of your comfort zone and you're doing this purposely, purposeful discomfort so that you can can branch out and and reach your fullest potential and and discover new passions and new new talents that you didn't know you had in order to to continue to grow professionally i think i'm just going to leave it at that tina was i was I on track with that? Oh yeah,
2: no, you're right. You're right on track. That's exactly what it is. Purposeful discomfort is exactly that. It's getting yourself out of out of a comfort zone, and either you do it yourself, or or you have a uh, manager or, or um, uh, or someone in a supervisory position uh, pushing you to stretch your your capabilities. So yeah, you were right on. It's nice um, that it's so intuitive, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I think that it, it the the most simple things are right when you when you think about it. Uh, it say say what you you mean and mean what you say. So um, it's it is the that ability for you to step outside of a comfort zone uh, and and expand your your horizons, um, achieve additional skills. Um, Develop uh, your uh, other other skill sets, other communication styles. Um, it could be even from a from a workout standpoint. It could be going out and doing some new Pilates moves or something that 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 you might not have tried before. Um, it's it's that ability to give yourself permission to get to get outside and and uh, really push the limits of what you're uh, capable of doing and what you're capable of doing, what you're capable of achieving. Lynn, what do you think?
3: Yeah, no, I mean, you guys have both done a great job of of, dis- of, of reviewing this, and it's, I think the only thing I, I would suggest is for people to really get a feel for this. A, a classic example in my mind is the book, Who Moved My Cheese? And I know, Tina, you're familiar with that book, but it's, yeah. so much of that is really about purposeful discomfort, about everything changes, that you have to, you know, find a new way, a new skill. And, you know, there's all this constant motion around us. And, and that's it. You, you need to look for those new opportunities. You need to seek out new tasks, new assignments and objectives that are going to impel you to flex and and to grow your current skill set. And so you get this expanded range of abilities. And every time you, you expand, then you can just, grow even further. It's sort of like the universe just, just keeps expanding, right? So um, that would be something I would suggest. Is, it's a great read, too, and if you haven't encountered this type of situation, <laughs> trust me, it's coming right away. Why is
0: courage an integral component for career growth? Lynn, what do you think?
3: Well, I think you have to be willing to take on the challenge. You know, whatever it may be. And, and not just take it on, but be purposeful in your objective to achieve the goal. And we, we all need courage to face the unknown and the untried um, because we're moving out of our comfort zone um, and our safe zone, right? And that's what this purposeful discomfort is, is about. And you have to be proactive and you have to be driven. Uh, to succeed. And it's really about this bigger purpose of career growth, um, not just the task at hand. So courage, um, it takes courage to act on the possibilities, to disarm your fear of failure, and you truly set yourself apart when you rise to the challenge of fresh opportunities, and you lead um, with your emotional and rational engagement. Um, on the job. So it's it's a huge opportunity and, and component of career growth. Um, Rachel, what, what do you think on this?
1: Well, I think that when it comes to career growth, you can't keep doing the same old thing and expect to get anywhere new. And in order to take a step outside of that comfort zone, which is what we've been talking about, that does take courage. It's courage is necessary for you to take on new challenges, new projects, uh, take the plunge into a new class to learn a new skill. These are these are all things that require you to be brave, at least for one moment, but mostly for many moments. And that's going to really place you above and beyond some of your competitors, right? So not only will you be gaining new responsibilities, learning new skills, gaining new experiences that are really going to, to set you apart, but as Lynn mentioned, you're going to demonstrate that you are someone who's willing to try new things and to make these new things work and to learn from them to become even better at what you do. And that's something that's really admirable and is really going to, to stand out to your managers and, and other employers even. And you never know, this might land you some really great opportunities in your own company or in another company. And you might even find that in perhaps a different field or different branches even more suited for you. So I think that the courage that you need in, in your professional life is can't be under, um, can't be overstated, I should say. And I think that that's something that you should really practice.
2: Tina, what would you say? I don't have a lot more to add than what you and, um, and Lynn have been saying. I mean, courage creates opportunity. Um, courage uh, allows for us to um, to execute and to to move forward and uh, creates um, um, it, it motivates us to set into motion things that or or the path that allows us to expand and explore what our horizons are and what our what our capabilities are. Um, it it takes courage and it takes that that inner strength. To say I- I'm going to try this may not work out, but I'm going to try this, and it, it's a like a pendulum. You want to stay in the safe place. You want to get right in the middle. You're going to go one way or the other, and and why not just go for the for the rooftops and see what what what's possible? And you're going to persevere. You're going to be able to, to to stand in the face of of your fear. Uh, and wow, what courage does that take? You think of the cowardly lion in the Wizard of Oz, right? And he had it all along. You have to have that courage to, and the the courage to implement on your your strengths, the courage to implement on your knowledge and your your faith in yourself.
0: Very well said. How can you create an opportunity driven career,
2: Tina? What would you say about that? Well, a lot of what I what I just said. I get another great segue. Um, and I, I, I use kind of a, a tennis analogy um, that if you if you want to be the best you want to play with the best right you can't you can't become the best unless you can play and and and, and be at that same level so surround yourself with like-minded people surround yourself with those people that 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 are, are within your organization that you feel have courage and have purpose themselves into places of of discomfort purposefully to in in order to to grow surround yourself with those people learn learn from them talk with them and ask if if they have what their suggestions are or how how they found the courage to to move forward Um, but i think you surround yourself and but first off you really need to embrace that this is what you want to do if you want to create an opportunity-driven career, and you know there's a lot of opportunity, there's also luck in there. <laughs> um, but uh, is is to to take charge and to be as as proud and as and as uh, courageous as you can possibly be in tackling everything that comes your way. But knowing the difference between that that you can achieve and that that maybe isn't within your wheelhouse, never will be within your wheelhouse. You need to be able to understand that there there are times there's a difference. Um, the, the courage, change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Lynn, how about you?
3: <laughs> yeah, well said there. I, I think it it's the art of possibilities. <clears throat> and if you're open to the all the different possibilities, um, and when you have those opportunities, deliver results by over managing the details. Um, the care you genuinely demonstrate about the components of a project or a task, it all feeds into a, the larger scheme. And I believe it's really important not to settle. Um, you need to be your own dynamo, um, which translates to your team and your organization. Um, you, you're literally opting in to be an integral part of the success of the business. The organization, mm-hmm. and you need to ask for these new responsibilities, or and ask to take the lead on a project or a segment of of, of a bigger assignment. Really, um, it, it's it's so important to, that you show that your interest in in taking on these larger roles, and the possibility of growing your skill set. Um, I also think that uh, high-level communications, um, they actively reinforce your performance, and and they're going to lead to further uh, expanded opportunities. When you're a good communicator, um, it gives you a lot of visibility. So um, everything you do speaks, and it makes an impression. And when you're looking to create an opportunity-driven career, I mean, Everything you embody, your values, your courtesy, your efficiency they all lay the groundwork for advancement and expectations. And when you display this desire to enthusiastically face challenges, you know accept new circumstances and flex your skill set, you're going to open a lot of doors, and you're going to create a lot of opportunities. Uh, Rachel? what would you like to add about creating an opportunity-driven career?
1: Well, I think I'll take a page out of Tina's book, and I'm going to say that you should have a strong network. You need to stay connected with people in your field or outside of your field, your coworkers, as well as people nowhere near your company, because these contacts can present new opportunities to you or can forward new opportunities to you that they think you might be interested in. And that's going to allow you to, again, grow your skills and gain new experiences. And that's one way that you can make sure that opportunities are within your reach a lot of the time. Another way that you could do this is to join professional organizations. Again, they can put on events to learn new skills or ask volunteers to take on particular um particular projects for them. But something that Lynn has mentioned is even within your own workplace, you can create these opportunities by asking for more responsibility, volunteering to lead different projects or maybe not lead, but support on a project that isn't within your department. And these are ways that you can, again, expand your skills, branch out and and find new ideas that can be useful in what your own work is in order to have an opportunity driven career you have to keep your head up and be looking for those opportunities while also doing your own work you know you don't want to you don't want to neglect your work because you're always busy looking for new opportunities but you do always want to have an open ear an open phone line open inbox to these possibilities that that your network can provide and also keep an eye out for those yourself and that way You'll always have opportunities that you can decide individually um, whether it's going to be worth your while to to pursue them.
0: We have one final question, and it comes from Catherine in Largo, Florida. Catherine asks, how can I jumpstart my career and be noticed for promotions?
2: Tina, what advice can you share with Catherine? Well, Catherine, I, I think I'd first start by where do you want to be? Which is wh- where in your organization would you like to be? Is it a, a department? Is it a particular level of, uh, of, or title? Or what is it that you want to be doing? Who within your organization looks like what you would like to be? And start there because once you identify what that is, then you can take a look at the characteristics, um, any of the, the, the additional skill sets that, that, that might need to be built up uh, in order to achieve that. Um, and I would talk with my coworkers. I'd talk with the the people that are currently in those positions to find out what they needed to do to get there. And it, in order to be noticed for a promotion, sometimes you just have to be up there saying, hey, this is ultimately I'd like to be I'd like to have w- your job. I'd like to be doing what you're doing. What could what what advice do you have for me? People like to mentor others. They do. They like to help others that are are willing and able to to come in and do the work, uh, and whatever is necessary, whatever that might look like. Uh, but that that would be my my first step. Catherine would be to identify um, the individuals uh, within the organization or other organizations that, that are doing what you think you'd like to be doing um, as as the next steps in your career. Rachel, what do you What, are, what is your advice? So,
1: Catherine, this question seems awfully vague to me. I think Tina started by asking some good questions about where you want to be, what position you want to have, those kinds of questions. And without that information, I can't be very specific about the advice that I give you. But we're here talking about the idea of purposeful discomfort and and finding ways to learn new skills. So I'm going to advise you to do exactly that. Take on new projects whenever they come up volunteer to take the lead or to play a supportive role if you aren't familiar with the area. Show a real willingness to learn in your company and I'm sure your manager will notice that. Um, Not only should you volunteer for these projects but you can even suggest new learning opportunities to your manager either for your entire department or just for a select few or maybe just yourself. Uh, Suggest classes that you hear about that might be useful for the field or suggest going to events that other organizations might be putting on, again, to, to make yourself the most efficient employee that you can be. The idea is that you want to show yourself to be someone who's passionate about this field and passionate about your work, someone who wants to learn more about your field, but also learn about the relevant things outside of it so that you can know the full context. And of course, while you're doing this, be a hard worker do your work and do it well, do it on time. And doing these things, I think will put you on the map for promotion in the future. Lynn, what would you advise for Catherine to do?
3: Well, I think you could, Catherine, you could definitely start with, um, There's we have a chapter in uh, practical wisdoms at work on leadership. And anytime you're wanting to rise in your career that you're taking on leadership roles. And so that's a great place, you know, to start. Um, and, you know, for a synopsis of that and to take a, you know, a segue from what Rachel and, and Tina have both advised, um, do, what, do what you say you will do. Um, be positive and enthusiastic. Demonstrate your passion and attention for getting the details right. Clearly, concisely and actively communicate. Um, ask for the chance, the opportunity. Um, or the lead on an endeavor. And and these can be tasks that are not just, uh, you know, like they could be other tasks within the organization. Maybe you're organizing a charitable event for the company, something that you do for the community. Um, you could get involved with that and take on a leadership role and you're going to be meeting a lot of different individuals within the organization. There's so many different ways that you can um, get out there and network as Rachel had mentioned earlier. So, you know, just keep asking and, and, and uh, participate in these different things and then over-deliver. So that's my advice.
0: Thank you, Tina, Rachel, and Lynn for your excellent suggestions. I'm sure they'll help Catherine and others looking to jumpstart and advance in their careers. We want to thank all of our members and guests who joined us for today's podcast. Next week will be another terrific dialogue at Petite de Queen. If you have a question or would like to suggest topics for discussion, please email us at jointheconversation at